Welcome to the Wild Light Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Tiff Johnson. You've officially entered my living room, where conversations are real, raw, edgy, and a bit spicy. I'm a chiropractor, a mom, and a wife. As a transformer, a translator, and an activator, I read the body and soul, and I see your truth. The Wild Light Podcast is a movement. It's a way of being. It's where we lead, we speak, and we live bigger than we ever dreamed. I invite you to let the wild light run through you too, so that you become that movement. Hey, hey. Welcome to the Wildlight Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the path. The path that is already created for you. The path that we don't need to dig through the rocks and the concrete. We don't need to pull all the weeds. We don't need to trailblaze it on our own. But it's always been. This path is what I call the soul path. Some might call destiny. You might even use the word purpose. There are many ways to get to this path. To be along the path. And the one key part to this is truth. And I could talk about truth for many, many, many hours. But today, I'm going to talk about the path a little bit more. Because there's this misconception that the ones who are carrying the torch up the mountain are blazing their own path. The other people are like, how the hell do you find the path? I mean, I want to find that path. I want to find my purpose. I want to find my mission. I want to be able to show up every day and be lit up and know that I'm making a difference. I'm helping people and the world is better because of me. Where is that path? Instead of searching for it, looking for it, stressing yourself about, is this it? Is this it? Is this it? Is this it? It's already been created. In human design, they talk about the design part of us and the personality part of us. And I love human design. I use it on all my intimate containers um, in a different way. Basically, kind of like how I see chiropractic (laughs) and how I practice chiropractic is through a different lens. Same thing with human design. I see it in energy and I match the chart to the person that I that's in front of me. And so I look to see where is there, like, where does something feel off and misaligned? And one of the things that they talk about is the soul enters our body 88 days after conception. Now, this is not like a scientific stat. I just know this is how human design was created. One of the components to the energetic parts of this is that concept, which we get to start to recognize then it was with us all along. Like it is us. The path is us. 
So when we're looking to get on another path or we're not on the right path, well, we are. We are. Like everything is leading to the next thing. Who you want to be in the process, that's different. How much of a difference you want to make in the world, that's different. The scale is different because there are people in the world that do want to feel more content. They hit a goal, they're happy, and they settle. Now, I'm not that. I'm a driven, highly motivated human. And I've learned how to celebrate. Still, not that great. I'm learning how to celebrate. Celebration in the name of this one present moment. A snapshot of the energy of like, I did this thing. And now, here we go. Versus like, ah, I'm past this thing. I don't need to celebrate. This isn't that big of a deal. And the energy is gone and we go. This is much different. The celebration is a much different way of anchoring in. Can I get a snapshot of this? Can I take a picture of of this moment? So when I look back, I remember the energy of it. The path is the energy of it. It's the energy of the path that matters more than where is the path. And if we're constantly seeking from outside of us, we're constantly We're constantly looking for answers outside of us instead of amplifiers. Let me describe. I see amplifiers as coaches, mentors, books, programs. I see amplifiers as signs, dreams, nature, angels, God. I see amplifiers as pendulums, cards, journals numerology, astrology, they're amplifiers. They're not answers. They're not like, I need to, I need to get this answer from this person. I need to get this answer from my pendulum. I need to get this. You have it all. You are the conduit. If you don't ask the pendulum the right answer, you're not going to get the right answer. Because what happens when we aren't able to detach from our conscious brain is You're just asking questions to your cards or to your crystals or to your pendulum in a conscious state. Conscious state meaning everything that you thought and did and acted like yesterday is 90% of what you're doing today. So until we change the story or we access different parts of our subconscious, it's not going to change. The result isn't going to change. We can't be looking for the answers outside of us. We can be looking for the things that amplify us, amplify the resonance to our truth, amplify the path that we're meant to be on. Quote, meant to be on. When you know you're on the path, you get to see it differently because it becomes an internal expression now. We aren't trying to seek it out. One of the questions I would like you to consider is, do you believe there's a path already created for you? And second part to that is, do you feel that you are equipped to walk this path? 
that this path is your mission. Can it change? Can it evolve? Absolutely, it will. But when you don't ever think you're on the path is when you start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. When you don't ever think you're on the path, go forward, back to, go forward, back to, go forward, back to. When you don't ever think you're on the path, you lose confidence in yourself. You lose certainty. You wonder. You wish. And all of this feeling comes like out of you. There isn't the conviction. But once we start to attach our mind to our mission, what do I mean? Attach my mind to my mission. Is in the highest frequency of your mind. It is the most brilliant. It is the achiever. It is smart. It's intelligent. It's organized. It's systematized. It can see more than see with your eyes. It's a problem solver. It's a fixer. It's a leader. It's Navy SEAL mindset. You can get through anything at any point. It's a hard worker. It's consistent. The brilliant mind is meant to be in its highest form. What happens when we lose the frequency, when the frequency drops from our high mind to our low mind, is logic starts to take over. We start to lose confidence because we don't have all the answers. When we look down the path, we can't see the, we can't, we can't see the path. We can't see the town. We can't see the city. We can't see the region. We can't see the vision. And then we're like, what are we doing? Because the logical mind can't actually see it. Therefore, low frequency of the mind is also low frequency of the soul, which that's the path that we're talking about. Highest frequency of the mind ignites something greater. It can see that path. And it is the human, I say the human, it's the action behind understanding that it's right, right now. One of the quotes I just heard by Tom Bilio was, I'm paraphrasing it, the most unhappy people are the ones who dream and do not execute. And so if we look at this concept of dreaming, of seeing, of envisioning, but never moving, that is low frequency of the mind and low frequency of the soul and intuition. And if we know that conviction is in between those, we have the mind and we have intuition slash soul. We need them to be in the highest frequency in order to see things. Some people call this manifestation. Some people call this divinity or divine timing or all the things. The, the key is being able to see yourself in the equation. Because so often we lose our personal power to circumstances that pull us out, people that pull us out or don't believe in us. And all of a sudden we start to constrict and we start to contract and we choose to not walk this path because what we perceive in our mind and our lowest frequency of our mind is a whole lot of obstacles. And we also see that we aren't actually able, to, capable, able or capable to walk it. 
to climb over it, to climb around it, to dig under it. So we're afraid of what we haven't even experienced, which is the duality of fear. If we don't know where the fear is coming from, we don't know where it, like what it feels like in us. We believe the lower frequency of the mind that fear is necessary because we are in danger. Because the low frequency of the mind wants to keep us safe. Don't do that because it's not predictable. We don't have all the answers. We don't have all the information to um, accurately predict that this is going to work or that this step is going to go, or that you won't be embarrassed, or that you won't fail, or you won't fall flat on your face, or you won't um, succumb to what everyone else's opinions are. That's what the lower frequency of the mind says. It's not trying to trick us. It's just that we're choosing not to be in higher frequency. This isn't a like woo-woo conversation. This is mental toughness. This is personal power. This is trust in ourselves. This is forgiveness of our old self. This is trust and faith in something that you can't even see. But you feel it and you know it. That trust and faith is one that is very difficult to explain. So if we give in to circumstances and we feel circumstantial power, which means I believe I'm on the right track if somebody tells me that, if the environment is favorable, like if and only if, dot, dot, dot. But what happens when nobody believes that this is the right path? Do you have it? And what does it take to actually walk that alone first? What does it take to step up to the table first? What does it take to have the first conversation with your spouse in an argument? What does it take to be the first to ask for forgiveness or to admit wrong? This is personal power. And that is part of, part of walking a path that you might not see, but you know it. So I ask you, how often are you feeling right now that like, ah, there's just something else? And then is your secondary thought, that's selfish? Because the secondary thought is the the real emotion. It's it's the it's the core. I'm selfish. So I should never think that again. One of the last things we want to be is selfish or being told that we don't love somebody or that we don't um, honor somebody, that our integrity is being challenged. And it might be true, but it is one of the more hurtful places that we go into. And what happens when we go into that, if we don't have that awareness of higher self, we constrict and we contract. So the next time that happens, well, probably doesn't happen because we've constricted and contracted. So when you start to tie your highest mind to your mission, the path is there. And whether or not you go alone, you continue to learn 
the energy and the frequency of your highest level that you're going to walk with. So when you feel like there's something more, I want you to really lean into what is this? Is this my truth talking or is this ego talking? Is this my truth saying like, you've done a lot of amazing things and everything is part of the plan. There are no mistakes. And you're being asked to now lead in this way. You're being asked to now lead this conversation. You're being asked to now lead this location. You're being asked to now lead a different mindset. You're asked to change belief codes because you're going to lead a different reality. And what if that's all it was? It wasn't a, oh my God, that got me on the wrong path or I was on the wrong path for 40 years. One of the places of the most disappointment people tell me is, I wish I had known this 40 years ago. I just wasted 40 years of my life. I didn't know any of this. No, no, everything was perfect. And now you come to this place that you're called to move into even greater. And so when we want to constrict or contract because we feel like we're being too much or we're being selfish or we're never happy and we're never content. We just want to more and more and more and more and more. Maybe it is ego and you want it for the recognition and you want it for the money and you want it for all these things that don't match with you, but they'll never really work. It'll always blow you up. And you will have a feeling of contradiction and incongruence that could kill you. I remember telling Craig, it was many years ago, I'm like, this could kill me. I'm I'm close to the point of I can't keep going this direction. This might kill me. And I it, it was that that contradiction. I can't have this much conflict. I can't be an indecision for this long. I can't live this way, think this way, feel this way. And then on the other side of life, do this. Like how often does that happen in your life? That contradiction is actually where so much pain comes from. And in my work as a chiropractor for the last 18 years, so many health issues come from. Reproductive issues, digestive issues. Anxiety, depression overthinking, procrastination, not able to sit in the quiet or else you fall asleep. Yet when it's time to fall asleep, you don't ever fall asleep. The body is dysregulated. The body's dysregulated because the brain's dysregulated and the brain is addicted to adrenaline. You constantly think you're on the wrong path. You're afraid of what this may mean about you. You can't hold your own power. If the environment isn't favorable, you don't believe in yourself enough to change it. You don't believe there is a path that you're already on. And if that isn't a core belief, it's not going to be easy to travel it on your own. You don't think you can do it. So when you want more, and then that feeling of being selfish comes in, you get to recognize, is that ego? Stay safe.
Don't make the move. It's unpredictable over there. You might not want to go over there. Or is it a true fear trying to keep you safe? It's the questions I always ask it. Like, hmm, is this a real fear? <laughs> oh, sometimes it is. Is this a real fear? Takes a lot of work, right? It takes a lot of discernment. It takes awareness that you might not have ever asked yourself before. If you've never asked yourself, then you've always just seen it as fear. And fear means stop. Or fear means plow right through. Feel the fear and do it anyway, baby. That takes discernment. There's nuances to everything. Feel the fear and do it anyway is maybe teaching you that the fear isn't the one that you want to bust through right now. Identifying what's true for you is the first start of it, the first checkpoint. So I invite you to ask yourself these contemplative questions. Contemplation is something I do every day, and most people would say all day. <laughs> if I would have a notebook and, and pen, if I would have uh, an audio, my Voxer chat, I would have hours upon hours upon hours of the things that I'm thinking about things that I want to do, the ideas that I have for this person, this person, this person, for this program, this offer, this everything. I used to think that that meant I wasn't like content, that I wasn't thankful. It isn't it. It's just that I'm constantly looking to create more. I'm constantly looking at ways that I can make a difference for more people. I'm constantly challenging my thoughts. Like, where did this come from? And is this going to serve like what, what I'm being called into? Is this going to serve what's next? No, ditch it. We don't have to identify all the things that stop us. Sometimes we just have to say, absolutely not. Like, I'm not listening to that fear. I'm not listening to that argument. I'm not listening to any of that old trauma, if we would say the T word. I'm just going to decide, is the future version of me calling me forth? And is there any room for this disagreement? Any room for this fear? That gets to be our lighthouse. Tolerance level, threshold level. Can I still walk having fears? Can I still walk having disagreements? Can I still walk in the wobble? Yes, because the path is you, it's through you, and it's already created. So the core comes in confidence and certainty and your ability to handle all of the other things coming at you, all of your thoughts on like, you're an overachiever. Stop. You should just enjoy the ride. Smell the roses. You're like, I smelled them. Now I'm on to the next batch of roses. Like, can you get behind that? What are you willing to be in order to walk that path that is already you, that's already been created as your soul? Your soul has a trajectory. 
as divine that's already been created for you. You get to walk it now. And you are walking it. So let's have some fun walking it. Let's not be so damn serious as we walk it. And let's be a bit more curious. I'm like, oh my gosh, there are many ways to get on this path and to get in and out of this path. We get to go up and down. We get to go left and right. We get to go down, 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 down. Oh shit, I'm going back up. I'm still on the path. This is the magic. You're still on the path. Your decisions are rooted from your thoughts that also create your behaviors and that creates your results. So when you're stuck in a decision, recognize what's the quality of my thoughts and is this aligned to where my future is bringing me? Good luck. I can't wait to hear your renditions of what the path looks like, your renditions of where the challenge lies. Because that is where the magic is. Love you guys. Thank you for being in my living room today. And can I ask you a favor? For you to share this episode with your friends and family and also leave a review. One by one creates a ripple effect where any one small change has the ability to transform every other area of your life. This is the movement of wild light to lead with your soul, your heart, and your voice. Let the light run wild through you.